Welcome to C3 Church Cagra. Thank you for listening to one of our great messages. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. honor and privilege to do the giving message. I hope everyone's excited to give. How good is it? Um, So you know what, I was praying this week and I thought to myself, there's so many of us in here that already give, isn't there? There's so many of us in here that already know why you give, you are passionate about giving. And so do you know what, I just want to say a really big thank you so much. Um, We honor you. We know that it's not just oh yeah, my cash appears and I give it. It's blood, sweat and tears for some of you. It's hours and hours beyond, you know, a normal day. It's time away from your family. Um, And so we don't take it lightly. And the fact that you are giving of yourself with your money to this church to support this place, I just want to thank you so much. I know the pastors feel the same. I know the whole leadership team feels the same. Um, Yeah, you can give a big clap to all the givers. We couldn't do it without you. We need you and we thank you. So, um, so I just, I thought to myself, you know, well, what, like, why do I give? Um, I've been a giver since I was a little grommet and gave my heart to the Lord. And so I thought if it's okay, I'd just share with you two reasons why I do. And um, the first reason, you know, is plain and simple. I am forever grateful. And it just hit me this week. I was reading something in the Word and I'll, I'll put that up for you really soon. But if I was to put it in a nutshell, just two reasons, that first reason is I am forever grateful and I can't get past that. That's one of the main things that just drives me in everything I do for the Lord because he saved me, saved my life. Um, I don't know where I would be without him. (laughs) You know, like I grew up in a non-Christian family and, and I don't know where I would be and he saved my life and I'm forever grateful. So I just want to show you um, the story that I read in the Bible this week that just summed it up so cool and it's in Genesis 47, 13 to 25 if you've got your Bibles and there's a fair bit of reading but I'm going to skip so I'll tell you what verse I'm up to. Um, so it's about Joseph and the famine and it says, this is verse 13, there was no food however in the whole region because the famine was severe. Both Egypt and Canaan wasted away because of the famine. Joseph collected all the money that was to be found in Egypt and Canaan in payment for the grain that they were buying, and he brought it to Pharaoh's palace. When the money of the people of Egypt and Canaan was gone, all Egypt came to Joseph and said, Give us food. Why should we die before your eyes? Our money is all gone. Then bring your livestock, said Joseph. I will sell food in exchange for your livestock. Since your money is all gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph and he gave them food in exchange for their horses, sheep, their goats, their cattle and donkeys. And he brought them through that year with food in exchange for all of their livestock. Now, just to cut it, because there's a lot of reading, to let you know they made it through another year. They needed his help again. And I just wanted to bring it back to that the famine was so severe, it said that all of Egypt was wasting away. Like we're not talking, oh, I've run out of sugar go to my neighbor like it was severe you know (laughs) like really severe so they made it through another year this is me paraphrasing now for you and they needed help again and this time it wasn't their livestock that they were selling it they literally had nothing left so they went to him and said 
we don't have anything left, all we've got is ourselves and our land. Can you buy us and our land and help us so that we don't die? That's pretty intense, isn't it, when you think about it? So going down to verse 23, it said, um, Joseph said to the people, Now that I have brought you and your land today for Pharaoh, here is seed for you to plant in the ground. But when the crop comes in, give a fifth of it to Pharaoh. The other four fifths you may keep as seed for the fields and as food for yourselves and your households and for your children. This is a bit that just pumped me this week, and this is me. <laughs> this is how I feel. You have saved our lives, they said. May we find favor in the eyes of our Lord. We will be in bondage to Pharaoh. So Joseph established it as a law concerning land in Egypt, still in force today that a fifth of all produce belongs to Pharaoh. You know, I just, that just spoke to me so much. Like, you have saved our lives. He said to them, you know, you have to give a fifth of what you, you know, get from the seed. And they didn't go, what? A fifth? You stingy. Oh, you just want our money. Like, they actually went, you have saved our lives. They came, their heart was so grateful. They went, you've saved our lives. You want a fifth? Huh? Go for it. Like, we're having four other fifths. You want a fifth? That's fine. You've literally saved my life. That is how I feel. I know that I wasn't in a famine, guys. I'm just speaking metaphorically here. But do you know what I mean? That's how I feel, just to get that straight. (laughs) But that's how I feel. Jesus, you saved my life. You're asking for a tenth. You're asking for a bit of my money that I work for all week. (gasps) Yeah. Do you know what? You've saved my life. I don't know where I'd be without you, Jesus. I came from a place of darkness into a place of light. I had no hope, and now I have hope. I didn't know who I was, and now I know not only who I am, but where I'm going. I, I, I wasn't free like I was bound, and now I have such freedom, and I'm not depressed. Now I have joy. Do you see what he's done? Like, and for us to say, you want a little bit of cash? Yeah, you saved my life. Like, don't hold back from the Lord. I just, I got so excited about this this week because I just thought, you know what? We need to come from this heart of gratefulness and, and really remembering where we've come from and, and what he's done for us. And, and I know um, this is just me. And, but like, if that's all he's asking of me is a bit of money to support his home, to support his house, then... For me, that's the least I could do. That's my number one. That's the least I could do is, and this is just a little side note, one-fifth is more than a tenth. And they didn't care. They were just like, yeah, God, you saved our lives. Anyway, I just love it. I just love it. I'm getting a bit excited. I give out a gratefulness to God save my life. It's not a chore. It's not a burden. It's not an unwanted pressure in my life. It's an honor. It's a privilege. It's something that I look forward to. I get my money out and I go, bam. Thank you, Lord. You saved my life. I am forever grateful. The bit where it says here, you know, may we find um, favor in the eyes of the Lord, you know, we'll be in bondage to Pharaoh. I don't see that as like, a, oh, gosh, he owns us. Oh, this is terrible. Now I just have to, yes, sir, yes, sir. I see that as like, I'm indebted. Like, yeah. What's that movie? And the guy saves his life. I think it's the Count of Monte Cristo. And he's like, I am forever in your... Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Anyway see that movie and he goes, I am forever in your debt. Whatever you need, I am your man. You've saved my life. That's how I feel. Jesus, you saved my life. I am your man. Whatever you need, you got it, you know? 
Anyway, woo, number two. Needs to calm down. I'm, this is my number two. I'm stoked and it, that's, sorry, our generation's way of going, you, excited. I'm stoked and excited to be a part of something life-changing. Life-changing. I'm going to be really quick with this one. Um, as a long-term Christian, it's very easy to sit in church and go, yeah, 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 giving, we've heard it. I know, la, 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 la. But I just want to remind you, because it's true, isn't it? You sit in church for so long, it can be really easy to become complacent with, you know, what church is and, and how blessed we are and what an honour it is to be here. It, it can be like that. But I just want to give you a little whoop, you know, tonight and remind you of what church is. Um, I spoke to somebody uh, two weeks ago who has hit like the absolute rock bottom of their life, like in a really, really dark place. Um, they'd been hospitalised so they couldn't leave. Um, but they actually said to me, and I've quoted it, I just wish I could get to your church and feel that peace. It's the only time in my life I've ever felt real peace. We're here every Sunday. Just soaking it in. Just saying. Church is not always about us, you know, like it's about others. And I know this is sounding a bit harsh. And who is this chick up here talking to me like that? But I've been here for a long time and I just sort of feel like I can. <laughs> I got the mic. <laughs> so just listen. No, I'm kidding. But I just, I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? It's so easy for us to think that it's always about us. And there's so many people out there that are just so hurt and, you know, just so desperate for what we have. And I just think we, if we've been in here for a long time, just be really grateful for what we have. Like this place is awesome and, and the fact that God turns up every week, we're just so honoured and privileged and we need to get more people here. And, you know, um, the other thing that happened just recently was um, Boyd was thanked for helping a lady's son. Um, you know, he was thinking about suicide and he didn't even know and he just met him at church and just befriended him and spent a bit of time with him and it made an impact. And, you know, sometimes things like that happen, we don't even realise. Like the people that we meet in here, we have an impact and, and we can have an impact on people out right there. And I just think it's so incredible. Just don't take it for granted, guys. It's so good, so special. Let me be really quick. It's a place that's a safe haven for people. It's a beacon of hope. It's our family. It's a sanctuary of peace. It's a light when everything else around there is dark. It's a place of truth in a world of lies. Church is a place to people to come and feel loved that feel unloved. It's a place for growing. It's a place for people to be healed. It's a place of encouraging others and building them up in a world of tall poppy syndrome. I asked a, a few people this sentence and this is what they finished it. The sentence was, church to me is. This is what I got. Church to me is family. Church to me is big love. Church to me is family, friendship and experiencing God. Church to me is hanging with my faith family encouraging each other and bringing my gifts to God. Church to me is where I'm reminded that to love and not to judge is important to my life balance and how I'm meant to be. That's from a non-church attendee. Church to me is a second home that saved my life. I feel honoured to give and to help keep the roof up and the door open of such an incredible place. That's my number two and that's why I give. So hopefully that encourages you tonight. Church, let's pray. Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you so much for this house. I want to thank you so much that you've saved our lives. And I want to thank you so much that we are a part of a life-changing place. 
And I am so honoured to be able to give to you to keep these walls up, to keep the door open so that many more people will be able to flood into this house and experience your peace and your family and your love and just being saved by you, God. It's such an honour to be a part of it. And while the church prepares their offering to give to you tonight, I just pray that you would bless them so much. Bless their family, every area of their life, Lord. And just we are so grateful for them and we appreciate everything they do, Lord. We thank you so much for everything you have given us. And this is the least we can do, Lord. We love you in Jesus' mighty name. listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3telgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.